0: Steady your nerves, boils, and ghouls, for a most terrifying episode of Death Readers. Listeners weak of heart or constitution should stop listening to this episode and immediately go to Apple Podcasts and give Death Readers a five star rating. Only the bravest soul should continue listening beyond this point and then go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star rating. You have been warned. Now. Enjoy this special Death Raider Halloween movie review of the Tingler.
1: So the, the have you ever heard of the Tingler? It's not unfamiliar who was it? It was it was not it was not Karloff, it was Price. Vincent Price. William Castle directed, produced, uh Vincent Price Price starred. I have to have encountered that title, but I know nothing about it. Basically the the it's it's a real weird movie. Um a lot of the stuff that people talk about and that it's famous for is the uh in theater antics and, and stuff that William Castle okay put together with it i didn't
0: know the name william castle but i I assumed it was one of those movies like in that movie where john goodman played a that kind of character and had
1: yes that's so funny you say that joe dante who directed matinee is on the special features of the uh the blue the blu-ray of the tingler that i have interesting talking about how the tingler and william castle that person inspired him to write and make matinee
0: Right, and I, that, was, that was clearly obvious. I just, for whatever right. reason, a friend in Homer loved Matinee and had the poster, and I watched it, and I'm like, I'm not getting what you're getting out of this, but okay.
1: Well, now, see, that's interesting, because I haven't seen Matinee either, but now I want to, knowing that, like, hearing Joe Dante talk about that it's part of what inspired, like, the Tingler is what inspired him to make that movie. I'm like, okay, cool, now I have a reason to check that movie out. Sure. More than I did before, because, you know, it, it did kind of seem interesting, but not enough to take a shot at. I was 17 at the time, so maybe it's a great movie. I just haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. You were dumb when you were 17. I was so dumb. Um, oh, my
0: God. Stab people.
1: <laughs> Burn Jeez. Um, exploded um,
0: gunpowder. It's it's amazing that I made it to 18.
1: Well, to be fair, anyone who shot a gun has exploded gunpowder. Have I not told you this? The gunpowder story? <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish talking about the, okay. About the Tingler. <laughs> okay. Um, so... The uh, that's that's the thing that people talk about is the, the things he did in the theater. And what he would do is he would he, he would send out to the first run theaters these like care packages that they would have members of the theater install in random seats through the theater, these little buzzing devices that would vibrate the seat. And so they would install these little vibrators under these seats mm-hmm. and then have like the projectioner like push a button that would activate them or something. Like at a certain point in the movie, you would freak out and this thing would happen and you you would like be alerted and it would it would it would like surprise you so much because it's such an, uh, a novel thing that you would you would just f- start screaming or laughing or whatever in this specific moment in the movie. So so that, that that's the thing that everybody talks about. But no one I, I never really heard anybody talk about what actually happens in the film. Mm-hmm. Like even the title, I have no idea what the fuck the tingler is just by everything I've seen about it. Even the poster I sent, he was like, the chair is the thing. Right. <laughs> and it's like, it has nothing to do with the movie or at least the narrative. It's basically this story about Vincent Price is a scientist and a, I don't even think he's a corner, but his job is to perform autopsies on recently deceased death row inmates. Uh, people who've just been put to death mm-hmm. by the electric chair. So he goes through and he checks that he does autopsies on them. And as he does autopsies, he he this this first autopsy in the beginning of the movie, he discovers that the person who's just died is a has like broken vertebrae or like shattered vertebrae, and he sort of post he so he suggests that he believes it's the case that it's possible for humans to die of fright in a physiological way, not just a emotional way and the the shattered spine is his evidence for why that's happening so then he investigates it and develops like these these tests to determine if if he could fright scare someone to death and then look at what happens to their spine when they're it, it's fucking weird it's weird science man it's like <laughs> they he he like in the very beginning of the movie it's uh, it's tough cuz i don't want to spoil it but like he causes someone to die of fright. Mm-hmm. And then he picks them up and puts them on an operating table and does x-rays of them. And then, like, ch- like does, like, a, like, three in a row or something. And then, like, wakes them up. Like, he just slaps them and they're up. And he's like, haha, you thought you were dead because it's a thing that happens in your brain. Your brain thinks you're dead, but you're not really dead. Dude, I don't... <laughs> Back when you could it- just make shit up. Yeah. And then, like... <laughs> And so it's it's like a story about him trying to learn more about this theory he has about like uh you know dying and and the uh the the science behind f- uh, f- fear and the physiological like response to fear. So it's a uh, and that's not it, there's so much else in it that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's this whole dynamic between him and his wife and then the, the brother-in-law of the killed death row inmate and that and his wife, uh, who both own a theater and his wife is uh, deaf and dumb. So like she can't scream. And so there's this a th- part of his theory is that if you can if you can't release the fear through screaming, then you die from fear because you build up this energy in your body that makes you die when okay. you're too scared. The the death um, energy, sure. The death energy. Um, it. I found myself really enjoying it, like this movie. Like it was... The the parts that are the campy meta, like schlock moments of like, oh, the tingler's in the theater. You're, it might be under your seat moments are really fucking stupid because you're not in that moment. You're not in that experience. So like... What's, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's just like, okay, I guess. Is it obvious when, when they would have pressed the button? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because the, the screen goes black and Vincent Price's voiceover comes on and says, if you're feeling afraid now, you had better scream lest you die from not screaming. And then he says, because the tingler's loose in the theater and then, and then they play sounds of people screaming. And the idea is, like, in that moment, they would have pushed the button, and people in the theater would have stood up and gone, what the fuck was that? And, like, freaked out and screamed and maybe laughed or whatever. But that's the moment. And then it cuts right back into the narrative. It, like, at a certain point, he goes, okay, it's not in the theater anymore. Back into the movie. But it's... it's uh, That's really weird. <laughs> it's real weird. It's really weird. It's also great. Sure. Like, it has this... It's weird how many of these movies we've watched this month that are like, like tie into each other, or like have these connections mm-hmm. because the Tingler has a connection to the blob in that both of them have sequences. They're both essentially monster movies that have sequences where characters in the movie are watching a movie in a theater and the monster invades the theater. Okay. Um...
0: You said The Tingler, like Vincent Price talked about The Tingler and that it's a monster movie. So there's more than just him being a mad doctor?
1: Yeah. So what? The Tingler is so so he, what he learns through his X-rays is that <laughs> the the tingle in your in the back of your neck, the tingle in your spine when you're afraid is the physio your body's physiological response to somehow Fear makes this microscopic organism that lives on your spine grow in size long enough to be the length of your spine. It's like a slug monster or like a centipede monster and it it like it like fastens itself onto your spine while you're frightened. And then if you scream, it shrinks and goes away. But if you don't scream, it crushes your spine <laughs> and you die. Um. Wow. So at a he, he what he does is at a certain point he does a spoilers. Sure. He does a an experiment where he kills someone dies and doesn't scream and he does a he uh, does an autopsy on them and removes this monster that is stayed at the full size and pulls it out and like has it and then it gets loose and is unkillable and all this other stuff. And it finds its way into a theater. And and other people's screams don't affect it? No, that's the thing. You're very smart. Very smart. Uh, screams, any scream, even an external scream. Like, if if you scream at it, it, like, seizes up and falls over. Like, it hates screaming. But you can't kill it? That, that, even then? You can't. Weird. No. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend It, it is bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It is it has some really cool imagery at certain points honestly most of it has great imagery mm-hmm. but like there's a very specific spot where like i was shocked mm-hmm. like i was like whoa whoa that's really cool and i did not expect it to happen in this movie like this kind of effect is way ahead of its time um and that was so stuff like that was really cool uh, and and worth watching Yeah, because because it just took me back. It took me back. So like, I kind of want to tell you about it. But I also like want you to see the movie eventually. But uh, so I'll just tell you um, the (laughs) scene where so basically spoilers again, the 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 husband of the wife whose brother was put to death in the beginning of the movie. He and Vincent Price meet in the very beginning of the movie for the first time. And then they are in the movie together the whole time. Basically, (laughs) they're 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 linked for the rest of the film uh apparently he uh it's it's kind of a uh, uh, so his wife is mute so she can't scream so uh, so <laughs> Vincent Price earlier in the film tries to experiment on himself and make himself so afraid that he almost dies and then doesn't scream like he tries not to scream to test it on himself but he can't help himself and he ends up screaming and how he ends up making himself terrified is he injects himself like in the bloodstream with LSD and has a trip like has what, what they say in the movie is that this drug can make you see nightmares mm-hmm. um so he has this crazy trip that's real fucking weird and and awful was that but he screams to be an anti-drug the anti drug message do you think i i think that well judging by the special features that i watched it looks like most of the people in the movie didn't realize that the drug they were talking about was LSD oh i see um and they were like really so i don't think so okay I think at the time when the movie came out in the in the 50s it was the kind of drug that no one had that association with yet mm-hmm. of like oh you can take this at a level where you can enjoy it like you can experiment with it and fuck with your brain in a way that gives you a pleasurable uh, you know period of time but that wasn't what they were doing in the movie anyway so the uh so so his wife is so scared that she can't sleep anymore so he gives her a drug to put her to sleep. But I think you're supposed to believe it's LSD in the movie. And so she has like, like almost like he wants to scare her to death and Vincent Price that is. Mm -hmm. And so she, she like wakes up or like, like sits up from not sleeping and sees like a monster coming after her with like a knife. And then she runs in and like, like a door closes on its own behind her and she runs into her bathroom Oh, and in the beginning of the movie, there's this very, it's very important because it's foreshadowing. It's a—it's—it's it's actually a pretty well-crafted movie mm-hmm. even or, or script for how stupid it is. There's this really clumsy scene in the very beginning where uh, Vincent Price cuts himself uh, in her presence and at the sight of his blood, she passes out and like faints and has a horrible effect and her husband's like, she's really afraid of blood. So that's the foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Then when she's having her LSD trip, she walks into her bathroom and the the camera and the movie's in black and white that's really important so it, it, it the camera follows her walking into the bathroom on like a, a tight shot in her face or a medium shot in her face and then and she she stops and she looks down and the camera follows her gaze Into the sink that's running, and running in it is blood, like red blood. So it's a black and white movie with this huge pop of red, like flowing into the sink. It's really fucking cool. And then she's like, she's like looking at it, like, what the fuck? She has this crazy look on her face, like she can't believe it. And she looks, and the cam, and the camera follows her gaze, and it goes into the bathtub, which is running full of blood. And like and she's like sees this whole bathtub full of this like chunky, gross, red, red, red blood. And then from the bathtub rises a hand like from the under the the surface of the blood water, like covered in this viscous kind of blood, like carry or some shit, like just up and like like reaches out for her. And then she passes out. Interesting. Presumably dead. Do you just, Um, just, just technically
0: do they treat the film or do they just shoot in color for that and try to make the room look black
1: and white? that one i think that's what they did sure that's a lot harder uh, to
0: disguise because of lights and shit
1: yes it's uh and even in the scenes where all the stuff with the lady i think all of that was shot in black and white and then i think what they did with the tub is they they well i think what they did with the tub is they put the tub in its own in a no in a room with a rear screen projector they projected the film on the rear screen behind the tub Mm. but then set up the shot and set up the tub in a way in a position with all the right like camera lengths and all this, and, and lenses and stuff to that, simulate like the tubs in the right spot that's very clever exactly that's exactly what i thought like, just, oh like, wow that, like, that, how that...
0: would you eliminate like colored light even as if you got a white light there would be color reflecting off the porcelain and that would be really hard but that's pretty yeah. smart because you wouldn't yeah. have at least the tile and shit okay i
1: approve. Yeah, exactly yeah, the only one I didn't, I couldn't figure out right away, even though I think it's probably very similar, was the sink because mm-hmm. that pan's pretty solid. I don't know. I, I, I've i only seen it the one time. I haven't really like looked into it too hard, but I know I could tell just by looking at the the tub one how they shot it. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. I was just fascinated. No, that's a totally reasonable question. So that's the stuff where I was like, that's. The effect of doing the red pop of blood is pretty cool, but even the like the idea of the concept of a body in a tub full of blood, kind of thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: very dark. Also, another tie to a movie we saw, also very much like uh, Diabolique, another like body in a tub kind of kind of thing. Also similar to Diabolique with the twist ending. Um, I Um Haven't seen it. Good.
0: So don't ruin it for me,
1: because you won't know what I'm talking about. But okay. if you did see it, you might you might guess. So. See both of them. Um, I've got a lot of things to see. I'm working on it. Oh, you are. You're doing a good job. Um, the uh, what? <laughs> I meant because... Okay, I said it like that because the concept of me, you needing my approval for watching movies seems so stupid. <laughs> so I was mocking myself for, for, you know, feeling like it's a real thing you should be working on. You better be. Of course I was. <laughs> what I will say... The Tingler was like our th- the third Vincent Price movie we watched this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched The Fly, and we watched uh, uh, House on Haunted Hill. Oh, classic. Yeah, and uh, I think that I, I like The Fly the most of the three. Really? Because I don't think... We're, pro- we're probably not going to watch another one uh, this, this month. Um, another Vincent Price movie, that is. But I like The Fly the most, but I also think that The Tingler... Is his best performance of the three. It's interesting. I've only seen
0: House on Hunted Hill once, and it was on a plane and it was with riff tracks, but I still Ooh. feel like I remember that being more fun than my memory of the fly. Oh, I, I my remember the fly feeling being on... really long, like what's going on, and then at the end, you have that quick reveal of, oh no, and then it's over.
1: That's not how I feel like the fly happens. Okay, that's maybe, not I'm just my thinking feeling. The
0: head on the fly at the very end is the oh Yes, no. that is. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you see the um, you see the man
1: monster far sooner or far earlier oh yeah oh, the, okay. man monster is, the man monsters the man monsters there for them for most of the movie and he's got like an elephant man mask on oh that's so okay. like you can't see him yeah. and it's like this tragic thing of like what's he hiding if you don't know right. like what's he hiding in there what's 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 he doing what's going on and he's like so tragically like he's he's fighting his arm you know a lot because ha- half of his arm is part fly and so he's trying to like stop it from like f- like destroying shit or something or being fly-like, it's, it's pretty great. I, I think that performance is really intense mm-hmm. and and really fun. So, like, all of that makes it a very fun... It's, it's slow. It is slow. But, like, if you can let yourself get into what is happening on the screen yeah. and not get wrapped up in when am I going to see the fly monster or when is this other thing going to happen, then I think you end up like... I, I found myself really enjoying the campy, like, sad tragedy of this story of a guy who, like, puts himself in the, the line of experimentation and ends up dead because of it. And you haven't watched the the Chrono fly no. yet? No, I haven't. Okay. So while The Tingler is not, like, the best horror movie I saw this month or even the best Vincent Price sort of horror movie I saw this month, um, I think that's mostly to do with with not being able to experience the way experience the movie the way it was intended to be experienced with the whole like atmosphere of being in the actual theater. Like right. that's something that you lose when you watch a movie at home. Right. And that's something you lose when you, when you don't get to have that like 4d experience. Like it's like a smell of vision or being sprayed with yeah. mist.
0: Just, just sitting on a vibrator is not going to cut it.
1: Do you need to think about what you said? <laughs> For a tingling effect. It's not
0: going to give you the thrill of watching the movie with a whole crowd of people sitting on
1: vibrators. How is that problematic? Well, I mean, problematic or entendric. It's not, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, but it's, I, I mean, no, what? I don't, you could have picked any word and you said vibrator. What else vibrates? I did mean the tinglers. That, they're I, what the tinglers. they the, I think that's what they were called. But I'm saying, if you're, to, if
0: you're trying to recreate the experience at home, oh god, that's as close as you could get. Yeah, but you would also be in control of it, right? right that's why it's not going to cut it.
1: Yes, that wouldn't cut it. Thanks. That's all I wanted. Nothing you ha- said could have been misinterpreted, or. Maybe even deliberately interpreted it a different way. Nope, not at all. Okay, now I, I feel like there's some disconnect because
0: clearly I was talking about an adult toy, just used for a different purpose of just sliding. Oh no, no, it no, no! On no. your butt for a
1: uh, little Vincent Price uh, tingling action. What's what's lurid about that? Um, I think that everything uh, <laughs> is lurid about that, and. Uh, just like we were having a nice conversation about a horror movie, and then you were like, What about vibrators on your butt? And I don't think I said that at all. And it, it took it took a wholesome, <laughs> respectful reflection on a on a classic horror film and turned it into smut. <laughs> and that's that's on you. That's that's, 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 that's why really...
0: that's why that adult
1: toy shop is called Castle after William Castle. so have you have you been a chore for your family the last couple days (laughs) today was really bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay yeah okay
0: sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry okay it's fine it does sound like a fun movie uh i think
1: it was